For outstanding information and special offerings and promotions, we invite you and encourage you to sign up for our newsletter today simply by going to the website, betchriscanada.net. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast presented by betchriscanada.net. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Wednesday, January 15th, 2020. And now, live from Las Vegas, the host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. All right, folks, here we go. Midweek edition of the Hockey Betting Podcast. Brian Blessing in Las Vegas. Cam Stewart hanging out in the burbs of Toronto. And things just soldier on. Just another day. Oh, wait a minute. Gerard Gallant got fired. <laughs> All right. My, my world's like, uh, you know, the world's spinning backwards here. Uh, the Golden Knights lose to the Sabres. And a four-game losing streak. They've been asleep at the switch with slow starts uh, in recent games. Cam, uh, you know, after the game, Mark Stone saying stuff like, well, we're the better team, and they've got the 25th-ranked power play. You know, we, we've got to kill those. Like, yeah, that's great, guys. You, know, you, you keep saying you're the better team. Uh, stop talking and do it. And, and, I, and, you know, listen, Bill Foley's an Army guy, right? I mean, and Gerard Gallant is yep. a player's coach. I, you know, I think, I think the owner – likes discipline and i just think there was a belief that the players i don't know we're starting to run the show right. or had, had i think it's crazy it. i think it's I, crazy. I think it's a bad i mean i think, I think it's crazy coach. i couldn't believe when this story broke this team goes to the damn stanley cup final in your inaugural year and you're getting rid of the coach take a look at these other franchises toronto montreal detroit they they, they pray to be like vegas the thing is yeah they're on a cold streak i get it the players got to step up it's not the coach I'll tell you, man, this is absolutely insane to me. But, hey, you can do whatever you want. Like, this team's not playing well. This is not Gerard Gallant. It's up to the players. They're professionals. Get your head out of your ass and figure it out. I think this is well, absolutely nuts. Personally. I think I think uh, you, you signed the Excalibur beacon on the front office. Uh, yeah. You know, they don't fire 23 players, right? It's always the coach. I will say this, Cam. I have been saying on my show in Vegas for the better part of a year, and I thought it was, you know, extremely odd. Yeah, they never said whether he had a three or a four year deal. They never talk about contracts, but I'm telling you, Cam, um, you know, we the stuff we talk about with hockey where history repeats itself and it's an old boys network and all the things where things yep. just are right there in front of your face. I have been saying for the better part of a year that it is not going to shock me. And now I'm changing that to say that by the weekend, Gerard Gallant will be the head coach of the Detroit Red Wings. It is, it is so blobvious. Uh, he is best friends. He was his wingman. He's be, uh, Gallant's best friends with Iserman. He's a legend in Detroit. And had Gallant even finished out this season, and had they done anything other than win the Stanley Cup, you know, Gallant, who they call Turk, would have been staying one step ahead of the Turk, although the Turk got him. Uh, but it makes complete and utter sense. He goes to Detroit. He coaches for Iserman with nowhere to go but up yeah. and, and build a good young team. I, I, now, I'm telling you, Cam, I will be stupefied, I think, because of the Red Wings thing, they're historically bad. These guys are god-awful. And Iserman was just going to ride this out with Blaschel. No, I don't want an interim coach. I don't want to do anything with this. I'm waiting until I can get my meat hooks on Gerard Gallant. 
Well, he was just delivered to him on a platter. Great point, Brian, and I, I agree. You know, you look at Detroit, the way they've been getting, and it, it, it's it's not just bad now; it's dumpster fire bad. Losing to the Islanders eight to two, it's a train wreck there, right? They got all their young stars hurt. It's brutal, and I love it. Good for Detroit, and I'm happy. For, I hope Gerard Gallant gets that gig and lands on his feet, and I hope he, uh, you know, does does well. I think this is nuts. So what? So what? So what's Peter DeBoer got? Like what? What's what's he done compared to Gerard Gallant? Versus what's this guy done? He hasn't done anything anywhere. He gets, you know what I mean? I think it's ridiculous. I think it's absolutely stupid. But you know what? Hey, these are these guys. Uh, you're doing a hockey show. I'm doing a hockey show. You're you're close to the situation there. I just find it insane for a franchise that's been in their third damn year to get rid of a coach that takes them to the Stanley Cup final. For me, I give them a window of time years afterwards. But that's just me, Brian. That's just me. Well, no, I, I mean, I, I honestly, I mean, you know. You know, George McPhee lasted 17 years with Washington. Yeah. You know, so that means that means he was, you know, always not in the pocket, but just always knew how to play the game with the owner. So That's good point. You know, this is this is, you know, this this probably could have come down to a him or me thing. And uh, yeah, I, I don't get it. I, I think um yeah, go listen, the one thing about Gerard Gallant. He is the way he played. He's tough as nails, but you know, the Florida thing, you know, they had a bad stretch and he got fired. Yep. And remember this now, go on. This, this is so intriguing to me where I'm shocked, but I'm not like people around here are blue in the face. They're like, what? And I'm telling you, I have, I have broached this subject on, on Vegas hockey outline, my show in town here. No one knows, you know, what is the, relationship behind closed doors owner gm mcphee makes the trade for tatar uh in the first year tatar basically doesn't see the light of day they gave up a first a second yep. and a third round pick for the guy then they rushed to bring nikita gusev over to get him here for the playoffs last year and Gallant did not play him so i did it was just always something saying to me what is that relationship behind closed doors and don't forget Gallant was a you know, Florida was heading the right way, but all of a sudden Florida went agree with it or disagree with it. And I disagree with it, but Florida went with that analytics yeah. nonsense and Gallant's an old school guy and Gallant fought management. And then there's the famous picture of him getting in the cab in Carolina. So Gallant, you know, Gallant draws a line in the sand. I, I can see him being very, not tough to work with, but I, I just I don't know that he's necessarily on the same page with management. And he proved with Florida he was willing to fall on a sword for what he believed in. So, and honestly, I swear to you, we've been talking about this. I just man, I wonder what that relationship is like with McPhee and Gallant. And then clearly, you know, the owner Bill Foley had a lot to say about this. And I can't help, and I know Bill Foley very very well. And he's always great with his time. And, in fact, I'm, I've got a request out to see if he'll come on my radio show today uh, to address this. But he's an Army guy. So he's a disciplinarian. Gallant is a player's yeah. coach. And, you know, so the, the inner workings and relationships behind closed doors, Cam, is no, you never know. We're not there. I'm just saying Gerard Gallant, in my opinion, is a very good coach. And, the Detroit Red Wings, if this happens, Brian, will be very happy to have him as their next head coach. Steve Eiserman and everybody in the Motor City will be happy. I just think it's um, – I'm still I'm, – I'm slack-jawed because this team you could not have in the history of sports. It was probably the best 
Yes, it is. It's actually factual. The best inaugural season ever, a team coming into the league and, and going to the Stanley Cup final. But anyway, uh, you know, we move on. But it's, it's insane to me. Good luck, uh, DeBoer and the rest of the Vegas team. It's up for the players to get their heads out of their asses. They're playing like junk. That's the bottom story. Pacioretty soft. These guys think they're better than they are, and uh, it's up to them to step up. Well, okay, this is, this, is the, this is the hockey betting podcast, all right? So yeah, let's go. Yeah, we'll bet. Let, me, let me tell you something. We talked about uh, the Vegas game at Buffalo, all right? They bet Vegas like they knew the score. Vegas went up to $1.70. And yeah. I, kept, I kept making the point, Cam, we talked about this. You know, I don't care who you are, uh, you know, situations. Buffalo, if you looked at, at their record, now – Teams and by the way, Vegas all of a sudden roared up, went to first place in the standings, and now they're in fifth place inside of two weeks. That's how quick this stuff changes. Now, the Sabers all of a sudden have uh, their dad's trip on Thursday and Saturday, so know that uh, Nashville and Dallas. So dad's trip for the Sabers. Then I think they play something ridiculous like eleven of twelve at home against weaker foes. If you looked at their record. And again, we go on a game-to-game basis when we do this stuff. But Buffalo's record, and I said this before the game yesterday, was 21-19-7. They were 0-3 against Boston, 0-4 against Tampa, and 1-1 against St. Louis. Uh, Can we make the case? I mean, Washington's certainly in the discussion. But if you said Boston, Toronto, uh, St. Louis, certainly three of the top five or six teams in the league, correct? Yes, definitely. Okay, so Buffalo's 0-1 and eight against them. So minus seven games, all right? And as it stands today, they're two over 500. If you threw those games out, which you can't, but I'm just saying, if you threw those games out, and oh, by the way, their backup goalie, Carter Hutton, is on an 11-game losing streak. Yes. So if your backup goalie played 500 hockey and you threw the games out against the three teams I just talked about, the Sabres are like 12 games over 500 against the rest of the league. And they're sitting there catching plus a dollar fifty at home to Vegas. Exactly. That's no, Vegas. no. I, I, I was on Buffalo too. It, it's crazy. Like, uh, and people don't understand. Uh, we we understand. You understand. People around my area understand. Buffalo's a tough place to play. It's not easy going in there, even with the injuries that the Sabers have. It's a tough 14, building. They six, got good fans. Points. It's Cam, 14, 6, and 3 at home, yeah. and they're getting plus a dollar. Yeah, against, against the coldest team in the National Hockey League. Thank you. <laughs> That's yeah, why we'll we love hockey. That's why we love doing the hockey betting podcast. And, 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 you know, the craziness about this, too, is camp. The beauty of it is that when these situations arise and we come up with these, I mean, we're not like a lot of times we don't sit there and go, well, hey, I'll take a little flyer with the team that's plus a dollar seventy. Yeah. We're sitting there sometimes. Going, that's the bet of the night. It is. There are bad numbers in hockey all over the place. No, it was crazy. Like I smashed the Islanders puck line, leaf puck line, leaf over. Should we've been talking about to people about the Islanders now being an over team? Like, yeah, it was a great night. The only thing that didn't work out for me was uh, Minnesota as my pooch of the night, and uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins just can't be stopped. Sidney Crosby comes back. And he wins. But, Brian, uh, interestingly enough, a little foreshadowing, I will probably go against them game two of him coming back against an ice-cold team in Boston that I think the Penguins, uh, it'll catch up to them the next game. That's what I'm saying. Hey, by the way, just very quickly, uh, to come back to the the Gallant thing for just one second, I find it pretty telling, if you think about this, that we had talked about Vegas' next home game is February 8th. Yeah. So it's the first game of a four-game Eastern road trip. 
the All-Star break, their break, then they go back on a four-game Eastern road swing. Um, are they cackling about this? No, I mean, I'm serious. They, they, oh, e, they, they hire, fire the coach when they're going to be gone for a month. That's kind of the easy way out. Yeah, it is, and I, I think it's I think it's a very bad decision. But uh, time will tell. We'll, we'll see what happens there. It's just, uh, in my opinion, an overreaction. But you said it, Brian. We don't know what happens behind closed doors. I don't know the conversations. I don't know if the personalities clashed. I just think Gerard Gallant's a good hockey man, and another team will be very happy to have him in charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. It's it's crazy. You know, I'm in time. I'm in time, will, time will be the judge. Yes. On this. All right, so, all right, let's, I'll keep coming back to it because something else will pop up. But yeah. we got two games <laughs> on Wednesday night. Chicago, Montreal. Uh, is Montreal good enough to lay a dollar eighty? No, they're not. They're not. But is Chicago good enough to take 60 uh, cents on? I'm not sure either. Probably a stay away game. Uh, I don't know. Did you have an opinion of the total, Brian? Maybe, um, you know, there's Chicago starting to play unders. I would think this a couple weeks ago would have been an automatic over. I think this is a pass game. For me, I like Montreal in the game. I think they win, but I'm not laying 80 cents with Montreal. For, hey, I was right the other night with Montreal and Cal <clears throat> Calgary. We did the little test, and I told you, that's what we're doing with these lines. Calgary, hottest team in the NHL, 15 cents. What happens? Carey Price shut out. Calgary played like junk that night. Now it's the opposite way. This line should be a buck 50, a buck 40 tops. It's a buck, a, a buck 80. So I think Montreal wins the game. I'm just not in the mood to lay 80 cents. Well, uh, I love you like a brother, buddy, and unfortunately, or fortunately, as it were, um, we think alike a lot. And, and uh, to me, uh, I want no part of this game, and I, the only other game that's there for us tonight is Philly and St. Louis, and I will tell you, they opened this five and a half. Uh, I like the over five and a half. I still I think you'd get the push at worst. Um, St. Louis is seventy, and at a conference game, St. Louis, uh, that, that banging big body team is also a team even without Tarasenko that's lighting the lamp and, and Philly uh, certainly has offensive potential so of the two games the only thing I'd saddle up to tonight is the over six in the Philly St. Louis I game. agree with the over six I also might take a shot with Philadelphia Brian I think it's a good price this team's kind of got a bounce in their step the nice comeback win against Boston where Marshawn gagged in the shootout that was so fun to watch for me I really enjoyed that especially since the Flyers came back in that game it's yeah, interesting he, what did he he just he skated yeah, by just it skated licked. right by it yeah just, you know he skated by it and licked he licked it <laughs> he licked it <laughs> he licked it yeah anyway that guy a great hockey player but guy that guy drives me nuts hey good good on you Boston I I'm watching the Bruins lose doesn't bother me uh, I'll tell you one thing let's go with the Philadelphia Flyers and the over I think the Flyers are worth uh, taking a pooch. It's hard to get in front of uh, St. Louis, though. You said it, Brian. These guys play damn good hockey on a night-by-night -night basis. They don't go into cold streaks. They're hot. We'd like to thank BetChrisCanada.net for their support of the Hockey Betting Podcast. I'm Brian Blessing in sunny Las Vegas. And I'm Cam Stewart in cold Toronto, Canada. If you love hockey and you're in Canada, and Cam is, by the All-Star break, even if you can't stop thinking about taking a vacation someplace sunny and warm, but you don't want to miss out on any of the hockey action, Look for a bet, Chris, near your next holiday destination. Bet Chris is one of the leading sports books in the Western Hemisphere, with hundreds of sports betting locations throughout the Caribbean and Latin America. Watch the game at a Bet Chris location. Food and drink specials and VIP lounges are available at many Bet Chris locations. Use the promo code PODCAST when you open your Bet Chris account. Place some bets on your game and collect your cash at the window when the game is over.
BetCris offers single bets, parlay bets, teasers, and more on pregame and live odds for hockey and all your favorite Canadian and American sports leagues. And BetCris offers a variety of team and player props, including futures. BetCris offers the best value odds on Canadian and international sports. Use the promo code PODCAST when you open up your account at a BetCris location. Deposit $750 or more and get up to a 40% reduced commission on your sports bets, up to minus 106 on single bets and parlay bets. That's the best juice in the biz. So, if you're planning a trip to exotic locations from the Caribbean and Mexico to Peru and almost everywhere in between, the odds are very good. There's a BetCris Sportsbook where you're going on holiday. For more information about visiting a BetCris location while you're on holiday or to listen to or subscribe to the Hockey Betting Podcast, visit BetCrisCanada.net. That's BetCrisCanada.net. Cam, you're Canadian. When you leave Canada and you're heading south, Use the promo code PODCAST. All right. We we hope you enjoy the show. I mean, you know, Cam, uh, if you stick with them, eventually says something funny. <laughs> like, like you know, it, it, the, the beauty of it is, Cam, it, it usually only takes a minute or two. No, we, we, we have a we few were, laughs. Well, but we, we were going to get tracked some... today with this Gallant news. I'm kind oh, no, of, my buddy, spinning, I mean, right? I, I, I'm showing my love for you and the listeners doing this because I honestly, I mean, I'm juggling I know. grenades right now. I'm walking through hell in a gasoline suit. Oh, I know. But what I was going to tell you is uh, those of you that listen to this, I, you know, again, the bad numbers that are out there. What did we say on Monday's podcast when we were looking ahead to Tuesday's, Tuesday night? It said, listen, Toronto and Jersey and the, the Leafs defense is already a train wreck. And now their best defenseman's out eight weeks. And I'm like, that total should have been seven or seven and a half. And it yep. was six and a half. And I think they just scored again. Yeah, exactly. My my only uh, and my, my regret is not taking that Islanders over. It was almost over in the first period. This team, you know, they're they lose Pelic. Like they got no defense either. So now they're playing in a up tempo game and they're scoring goals. The the Rangers game it went over. They're giving up goals. They're scoring goals. So I'll tell you, man. Yeah, that it was uh the, the salami was very 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 salty and tasty the other night. Hey, nice by the salami. way, I, no, I, I'm I'm scurrying through here. I'm trying to find a guy. Oh, here it is. We appreciate new listeners. Drew Th uh, Thrasher. Oh, yeah, Drew D Thrasher. Yeah, nice guy. D yeah. Oh, you know him? Oh, yeah, he tweets a lot to, to our other shows. Yeah, Drew Thrasher's well, guy. D Thrasher 90 yeah. uh, ended up joining us and uh, you know signing up here. Now, with the exclamation points, I think he meant, he, I think what he was trying to say, he's he, the other night, Monday, he went five for five. Yeah, five for five. Uh, but he, he said just went five and five, which would be, I don't know why he'd be thanking anybody for that, but he thinks <laughs> for the picks. I think he meant to say he went, there were five games Monday night. Yep. And, um, and, and I think that's the thing too, is, you know, when we say this stuff, I mean, I do this on my radio show sometimes. And when, you know, we hash it out, you know, the two of us could be sitting, saying something here, leaning you a certain way in a game. But if you're out there listening and go, no, boxer rocks, no, you're missing this, this and, and, and we could actually say something points you in the other direction. That's the beauty of this. No one's right all the time. But the thing is, I think, you know, you hash this out and we're going through a menu of games. A lot of times it is, it is up to uh, the listeners to take the stuff we say. And ultimately, when it's all said and done, Cam, you know, you're pulling your own trigger. Yeah, I agree 100%. We just do the best we can. And uh, 
you know, most of the time, hopefully we get it right, Brian. It's been pretty good the last couple nights. Uh, we've been uh, nailing most of the games there. Yeah, you know, once in a while, like I take a shot with Minnesota. That's what happens when you take a one, plus 155 dog, right? You know, sometimes you're going to shoot the gun. No bullet's going to come out there. But, you know, I feel pretty good about the card. And I'll tell you one thing. This uh, this other game for Thursday night, I, I think people are automatically going to uh, pick Pittsburgh. I'm saying put the brakes on. I know Tuka Rask had a concussion. Boston's playing bad, but if they're going to get their act together, it'll be versus pe the Penguins. I expect yeah. Boston. It's, a man, it's a mad hockey team. I am team. on Boston against Pittsburgh that night. Uh, well, it's a dollar fifty. I mean, are you going that road hooking uh, up in parlays? Or, I, I think no one will wait that. But Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh's remarkable what they're doing. They are. I, I, they're, they're, I, they're, is, they're, they're, you want to talk about and now Crosby's back. See, you talk about getting, but you get a bounce in your step cam. I mean, they're winning to beat the band. Also, now Crosby comes back. They probably go on a, on a massive heater. Yeah, I, I just brave man. Spot, I'm staying away. I I just think the spot. You know, feeling good. The the game against Minnesota. This is a game where people are like, oh, I gotta ride Pittsburgh, and I'm just saying, be careful. I think I'm gonna be taking the Boston Bruins that night. But and that well, line will go down. To, that line will go down. People will bet Pittsburgh. Boston will be a buck thirty by game time. Guaranteed. Uh, well, let's listen. Let's come right back to it. I mean, because that was the uh, of our plays on Monday night. It was the game we believed was the best bet on the card, and that was the Rangers and Islanders to go over the total. Yep. And the final was six two. Correct. Now you're you're boomerang boomeranging back here with the Rangers at the Islanders. Uh, does does anything change? I don't think so. Usually, maybe, we, the we do. maybe the total does. Yeah, it'll be six and a half uh, instead of six, probably. The thing is, it's kind of like, uh, you know, we do the, the old Buffalo-Toronto two-step, right? Over in Buffalo, under in Toronto. I'm not sure if it's going to happen here. I would probably take the Islanders in a revenge situation with the over again. I can tell you one thing. The Rangers will score. Panarin's a monster. Uh, they've been playing great hockey, and uh, I, I just can't see... You know, I can't see the Islanders shutting down the Rangers. And I can tell you one thing. The Islanders are, sc are scoring lots of goals. I'd go over again, but I'd take the Islanders in a revenge spot. What about Montreal-Philly with both of them playing uh, on Wednesday night and then both of them having to fly to Philly? I think a little a tad tougher travel and I would think a tougher game uh, for Philly. Uh, I wonder about Montreal a little bit here on Wednesday night. I would think... You know, the, the Montreal's playing Chicago. Philly could get beat up by St. Louis, and it's easier travel to Montreal to Philly than it is from St. Louis to Philly. I yeah. slide slightly to Montreal. I'm it, not. Maybe. It's tough. It's tough. Montreal. That's the thing. They can win when Carey Price gets hot, but I also the injuries. This team's just not very good, Brian. And I'll tell you one thing. You talk about a team. The Flyers can play good hockey at home. We talk about the Sabers. I'm in no rush to take Montreal. I'll take a look at the price, but. I'd probably lean Philly in that spot, especially if they lose to the Blues. I'll come back uh, to Philadelphia against Montreal, I think. All right. Well, let me let me throw this at you, Pally. Uh, I, I Oh, boy. I didn't do it, and for long stretches of the evening was I kicking myself, and that was, you know, L.A. Oh, taking I know. On, what a taking on Tampa Bay yep. as, what were they, plus... 260? 280? Yeah, 280, yeah. And Tampa Bay beats them in a shootout. Lucky. I, I, Well, but you know why, Cam? This is a rarity. I told you, the Sabres have their dad's trip coming up Thursday, Saturday. Uh, I know when the Blues trip is. It's when they play Anaheim, Vegas later in February. L.A. is on a four-game road trip, and the only other team I ever remember doing this was Toronto, where they flew the moms of their own on their own down to meet them in a road trip. That's what L.A.'s done here. 
So the dads were flown in for the Florida swing. So L.A. played their lungs out and lost in a shootout, but it is their dad's trip. So those, I, I think I take a little flyer with the Kings against Florida here. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 only reason, the only reason, Brian, I wouldn't like take the Kings in that game, just the emotional letdown and tough loss against Tampa Bay, Florida at home. But yeah, but you're right. Like the Kings, I got to give these guys a lot of credit. They're battling in all these games. And uh, we usually take the minus one and a half, but I'd look at the plus one and a half with Florida is a big favorite too, because these Kings, you don't want to lose money in a tough game. And I wouldn't be surprised if this game went to an overtime or a shootout as well. Kings, they really battle. Got to give them a lot of credit. No, well, listen, that dad's trip, but believe me, I, I mean, again, I was mad at myself because to me, it's almost a blind play. I don't care what the number is. And sure enough, they showed up with this, uh, you know, in incredible effort that fell just short. Uh, so uh, in the shootout, the goalie was quick. So that would mean you're going to get. You're going to get Campbell. Campbell not soup? Bad. No, Campbell soup is pretty good. Like, uh, I think he's uh, done quite well. I got no problem with Campbell. Like, that's the thing. Quick's very uh, inconsistent, too. A, a veteran goalie, sometimes he can catch fire, but, you know, he hasn't been great. So I have no problem when they start Campbell. Not at all. Well, all right. Let's go to it. I mean, Vegas at Ottawa. Here we go, Brian. Here dollars, we go. seventy on oh, the road. Oh, my God. And, uh, they got to win, though. Like, you know, that's the thing. Like, you okay, lose to yeah. Buffalo, but I'm not laying 70 cents. Do we take a chance with Ottawa? You tell me, Brian. You're the you're clairvoyant. This team's in your backyard, man. You tell me. I, it, it's hard to pull the trigger with the Ottawa Senators. You know, they, they're grinding, though. But do you lay 70 cents with Vegas? No. No. Should they win? Yeah. Yes. Well, do you want the case for Ottawa? Yes, I do. Sell me on Ottawa because I'm thinking about I really want to hit that button. Plus 150, 160. Damn right. Well, well, Vegas, collectively, they're all squeezing a stick. Yeah, they are. And yeah, they're playing for a new coach and all that crap. And, yep. and then a lot of times that works. Although, uh, I think, right, with Bugner, it didn't it didn't uh, set the uh, San Jose ablaze. Nope. Uh, Nashville took a couple games to get going. Uh, and they're kind of still treading water. Well, here, here's the reason why I wouldn't go near this with a telephone pole. Mark Stone's going back to Ottawa. Oh, yeah. Good call. All right, now, now Mark Stone may want to, you know, play his lungs out because that. But you know what? Look what the Islanders did when Tavares left. To this day, they're the fans go nuts, and to this day, the Islanders fans say, "We don't need you." Yeah, exactly. You think Ottawa's not going to circle the wagons? In, in, you know, they maybe some of them there loved the guy. Maybe some of them there were sick and tired of the whole nonsense that he wanted out. But yep. I, yep, that's no, no given. Vegas is walking in there. I think Ottawa, listen, all Ottawa does, they may not win a boatload, but they show up every night. Yes, they do. They're the best, one of the best grinding teams in the league, and I actually might take Ottawa because I got to believe, too, the, everybody and their mother, they're going to throw their mortgage, the kitchen sink on Vegas. Oh, first game for the coach, coming off the loss to Buffalo, four-game losing streak, la-da-da-da-da. Yeah, you know what? Ottawa, Ottawa can ruin the party and break, break the bank. I can tell you one thing. The sports books are going to need Ottawa, and I want to be on their side. All right. Right? No, I, 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 I believe me. I, I absolutely kind of think they're live. <laughs> yes. What do we do with Tampa Bay and Minnesota? The Lightning were lucky to beat the Kings. The Minnesota Wild let me down against Pittsburgh, but the Lightning are the type of team they can go in there and kill them or take the night off and lose. I don't know about that game. That's a tough one. 
Minnesota, boy, I was making money with them. They were an over team. Now they're back to being. I have no clue. Uh, me neither. I probably like Colorado over San Jose, Brian. Heartbreaking loss. I'll tell you something about the Avalanche. They got to get their act together too. They had a two to nothing lead in that game uh, against Dallas. They pissed it away and lose. Like I get it. Like you know, this is these things are going to happen. But they've lost four damn games in a row, man. Like this is getting serious. Three, four, and three in their last ten. It's a problem. Like the Colorado Avalanche are not playing good hockey right now. But I'll tell you, I think I'm probably going to have to take them against S.J. Sharkey, who sucks. I was on Arizona the other night. Oh, they got it done, but made it interesting. All right, Cammy. You know, listen, it's Dad's trip. You know, we've already had the, the discussion. Buffalo's at Dallas catching a dollar seventy. By the way, uh, if you're an NHL coach, uh, don't think you want to be coaching any games in Buffalo anytime soon. Or, Right, Gallant went in there and got got gas canned. Who was it? Hines, Jersey, right? Jersey lost in Buffalo. Gas canned. That's right. That's right. After the five nothing first period lead and Louis Domingue going nuts, yeah, he got he got his ass fired after that game. All right. Well, anyway, Buffalo early in the year when they were playing really really well beat Dallas at home four nothing. Dallas is not this offensive juggernaut, but very very uh, under the radar. Linus Omark has played really well. Yes, he has. Yes, he, he has. You know, he really, really has. And um, I, it's a dad's trip, man. I, I, I play it here. Buffalo's won a couple in a row, albeit they beat uh, Detroit, uh, who's a dog's breakfast. They beat Vegas, who's out of sorts, and got their coach fired. Uh, but Buffalo has a, a real – this is the last gasp, Cam. You're, this this three-, four-week window here is determining buyer-seller, but they have a real favorable schedule coming up. Now – and the other thing is, you say, well, what do they do with the trade deadline? Well, they are also going to get, and they're not going to be there for this game, but you're going to get Olofsson and Skinner back. Exactly. Soon. No, so, I, I like it. No, I'm telling you one thing. I won't be laying $2 or more with the Dallas Stars. It's Buffalo or nothing. Dallas has been playing better hockey, though. They're a tough team to play against. But uh, no, I, I, for me, it's the Sabres or nothing. They go in there, and I think they can get it done. All right. And then the proverbial get-out game, I think it is. Uh-oh, buddy. Uh-oh, got one for you. Uh-oh, SpaghettiO. Which game? Uh-oh, SpaghettiO. <laughs> All right, play play of the night. Oh, here we go. That's bold. You ready? Play I'm, of the I'm, night in the I'm, NHL. I'm listening. Arizona plus 15 cents at oh. Vancouver. First game home from a five-game Eastern road swing. Thank you very little. No, I actually would have taken probably uh, Arizona anyway. Vancouver, sure, they win a couple games, but they're, they're, they're still... The Canucks, they, Winnipeg, yeah, they are smoking mirrors team. Winnipeg took them out to the woodshed, a game that we liked. Should have gone harder on Winnipeg. They absolutely smashed them. Yeah, I'll take the Coyotes. Oh, oh I'll even, I'll, oh, I'll even go with you. Oh, oh, oh. Plus fifteen. Oh, yeah. What do Coyotes? What do Coyotes eat? Everything. Meat. They eat little, what, probably what, rabbits. What, uh, what is, little what is little the, desert the, desert snakes, rabbits. I bet Coyotes just eat anything. They'd probably take a bite out of a scorpion. Right, nope. We know what a we know what a Canuck is. Yeah, Canuck. Right? It's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a Canadian. But, yep. But what isn't there a critter on their jersey? Yeah, it's a orca whale because the company oh, that used but, to own them. Well, coyotes Remember? eat little fish. Yeah, well, coyotes. Yeah, they'll eat anything. Coyotes eat plants. <laughs> you know, little little things that are running prairie dogs, <laughs> rabbits. They'll eat the they'll, they'll eat the ears off a goalie's mask. Yeah, damn. <laughs> Mar- yeah, Markstrom. Yeah, I'm with the Coyotes. Oh, yeah, I like that play, Brian. Give me the 15 cents. Come All right. on. All right. Yeah, there He's it is. Camp Stewart. We're not firing him anytime soon. Please don't. And we'll, 
We'll see. We'll see what Vegas does after the coaching change. <laughs> there you have it. Um, three days a week now, we've got the Hockey Betting Podcast, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We'll uh, circle back Friday, Cam. We love the Saturday menu when you get a yep. heavy of games, but a pretty nice, juicy. Uh, you, lo- you love the word juicy. I do love I know juicy. You do. Yeah, I'm, I, I got a juicy chicken in the oven right now, Brian. Real tender. <laughs> it's a juicy menu on Thursday night. You've been listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast, presented by BetChrisCanada.net. For outstanding information and special offerings and promotions, we invite you and encourage you to sign up for our newsletter today simply by going to the website, BetChrisCanada.net. The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At BetChrisCanada.net and the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause. And for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.